here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's that time overnight crowders being the Monday into Tuesday show, the start of the traditional working week that we cross to SENSA's very own Paul Bonza to catch up with everything happening South Australian sports-wise. He's even sent me through a Monday agenda. And uh, Bonds, thanks for joining us once again. And there is a bunch to get through today. There is. It's jam-packed. Uh, hello, well, how are you going? Um, yes, there's a lot to talk about tonight. I've got lots and a couple of rumours. I've got... Uh, all sorts of footy, and we're going to talk some cricket as well, so as we do. Like it. All right, well, let's start with the footy. Uh, Crows or Port Adelaide, where do you want to start? We'll start with Crows because they play first, so we'll, we'll start with them. And um, they they went down to Geelong, and, and they, they look, they're going okay, the Crows, but they just lack players. When, when all said and done, they've got the youngest list. They are in a bit of a rebuild, but they've had the fifth, their fifth straight loss now. And um, but they they won the clearances fifty one forty four. They won contested possessions by thirteen, uh, but still ended up losing by forty two points. So um, their goal kicking is a bit of an issue. They're ranked eighteenth in accuracy in front of goals. Uh, the Adelaide Crows, so they might have to uh, straighten up in front of goals a little. Yep. But it's uh, good to see Darcy Fogarty. He's a little bit maligned. Darcy Fogarty is. Uh, a high recruit for them. He kicked three goals on a weekend without Tex Walker there. So great to see him get some goals on the board. Yeah, the, you talk about the inaccuracy. When you break it down, 7-13, so 20 scoring shots to 15-7, which is just 22, yet the differential's yes. 42. Yeah, and they and they got out the blocks reasonably well. As, you know, and then the, in the end, the, the class of... Geelong were just too good, and, uh, and and look, they don't lose too many games in Geelong. No. It was always going to be a tough ask for the Crows, but uh, I still think they're going in the right direction. They do need a couple, maybe to start blooding their youth a little bit more. And Walker was just out health and safety protocols, nothing more long-term than that, is that right? Correct, yeah. yep, yep. He should be back uh, against West Coast on Saturday. Afternoon, it is. I think it was a, a night game originally, but they've moved it to one fifteen. Adelaide Oval against the Bora West Coast, who are not travelling very well at all. So, they really for aren't. Crows fans, they can get a win on Saturday at home. Well, that's right. That's going to be a, a fascinating game from that perspective. West Coast sitting eighteenth, Adelaide fifteenth. The way West Coast are playing, Adelaide really need to get it done. But neither team in in great form in a lot of ways at the moment so both would be desperate to claim that win and just take a little monkey off the back I would think. Uh, what about Port Adelaide's game? Um, they were, look again they, they did the job mm. um, they defeated Essendon by 16 points. Essendon like, they did by 31 at half time uh, Essendon came running it to, in the third quarter to sort of close the gap and got within uh, within 10 points but in the end, the court just steadied and got the win. It was interesting this morning, Kane Corn saying he's not convinced that Port Adelaide are a top eight side. They don't look like a top eight side to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see where they're at. Some good news for Port fans. Charlie Dixon was back. Um, I might have said that last Monday, but Charlie will be playing yeah, after his little Locksman trip. Uh, he, um, he kicked a couple of goals, which is great for Port Adelaide and their fans. What did you make um, of the Essendon... Um 
Dyson Heppel and was it Darcy Parrish, I think, sort of started to speak to his skipper and then turned and walked away and uh, Heppel was still trying to talk to him as they walked to a break early. Have you have you caught up with that vision? Yeah. Yeah, I did have a look at that vision. I, look, I don't think there's much in it. I think the media makes, often makes more out of those type of things mm-hmm. than, than um, there probably is in it. Um, he was a bit frustrated, Darcy Parrish, with some of the things that weren't happening on the ground, and that's good to see. I, I think it's good to see that passion within the group. It means they care. Yep. So if Darcy Parrish is arguing with, not necessarily arguing with, but having a, a discussion with, Apple about the way things were going, um, and he's upset about it. Well, that shows passion to and, and a want to win. So I don't have an issue with that at all. Okay, uh, I think Essendon have actually announced they'll be doing a full scale review. Uh, speaking of your two teams in Adelaide and Port Adelaide, any mm. any um, look, plays that they're going to make in this mid season draft? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, is this um, where you have rumours? Here we I, go. We've, there's, there are some rumours going around Adelaide, and obviously I call the sample every week. And the sample clubs don't really like the mid-season draft. They, <laughs> they'd love seeing their players playing AFL, but they'd rather it happen at the beginning of the season and not halfway through. So you're basically, you're getting a handful of their best players. These clubs are getting, uh, you know, going to lose their best player, if not their second best player, um, to the draft. So a couple of little rumours for you. Yep. What I'm hearing around the traps is that the Adelaide Crows are looking at recruiting Brett Turner from Glenelg. Now, Brett Turner moved from West Adelaide a couple of seasons ago, and he's been an integral part of the Glenelg midfield. So it be a bit of a loss, and he's actually out injured at the moment, but uh, that's the word going around. Port Adelaide are looking at a young player from the Eagles from Woodville West Time, Zane Williams, who wasn't a regular in the Eagles lineup, but he has been this year, and he also played for South Australia against WA. Uh, such is has his form. He's a small forward and got some elite skills. So Zane Williams may be off the port, and another one from Glenelg, Sam Durden. Um, rumours are that he's on his way to Carlton, and he's a tall defender. So oh. with Weedering going down on the weekend, uh, it might just slot in there beautifully. But uh, Sam Durden's another name that's been thrown up okay, around so these sample traps. Oh, that's good to know. Any other rumours you're hearing, or just those two, those three? No, they're the main. They're the main three. There were, you know, there's, there's guys that probably could be still playing AFL. Riley Knight has been flying for the Eagles. He'd be one of the McGarry Medal favourites at uh, almost the halfway stage. He had 48 possessions on the weekend. Riley Knight, Whoa. Um, and uh, he he just blitzed uh, as uh, the Eagles took care of Sturt at Unley Oval. In what, what was the, the game of the round turned out to be a bit of a fizzle with uh, the Eagles winning easily. But, yeah, Riley Knight, the former Adelaide Crow, is, is just killing it at sample level at the moment. Okay. Could be worth a look for some. Um, now, speaking of Sandful, do you want to chat first about the Sandful men's or do you want to cover off the Sandful women's because that was the league premiership on the weekend? The only other thing I'll mention about oh, yeah. the, the results pretty much went according to plan in the sample. But on Friday night, we called the Nord Adelaide Crows game at uh, Nord Oval Cooper Stadium. And the Adelaide Crows hit the front and a couple of goals to Himmelberg uh, late in the, in the final quarter to put the Adelaide Crows in front. And they were up by two and a half goals. And there was two and a half minutes left. And Nord kicked three goals in the last two minutes. No. To win the win the game by five points. How exciting! And the final, the, 
Yeah, it was a it was a great finish, and the final goal was kicked by Matthew Panos, who was playing his first league game for eighteen months after an ACL injury, uh-huh. uh, and as a, a spiritual leader of of the Norwood Footy Club, and obviously the the crowd went nuts, and he you know, had every player on the ground around him hugging him. So uh, <laughs> it was a great finish. Uh, so well done for the Red Legs, and they go to four and four, and uh, the Adelaide Crows still well entrenched in the top five, six and two. So. Um, yeah, that was a great result. But all other results went according to plan. Okay, pretty. I've just looked at the the finish there. So Connor McLean went two, bang bang, and then Matt Panos. Yeah. So what an exciting last few minutes for <laughs> for them. Uh, so North Adelaide have won the twenty twenty two Sample W League Premiership. Yeah, we, that was yesterday. Uh, lucky enough to call it for SENSA with Courtney Cramey, the ex Adelaide Crow. And um, we saw, look, North Adelaide went in heavy favourites. They defeated Sturt by eight or nine goals in the semi-final. They were clearly the best team for most of the year. Uh, they have a very talented lineup. Sturt came out the blocks. Sturt led at every break. They led at quarter time, at half time, at three quarter time. They still led by two points. But uh, North Adelaide ran over them in the last quarter. They kicked three goals in the last quarter to uh, defeat Sturt. They kept Sturt to just two behinds in the second half. So uh, that probably is where the game was was won by North Adelaide. Uh, special mention to Jade DeMello of North Adelaide, three goals in the uh, second half. And the winner of the best player on the ground was a Sturt player, which you don't see very often. They didn't come from the premiership team. Zoe Prouse, who was on the Adelaide Crows list, she had 20 disposals, eight clearances, nine tackles, and 33 hitouts. Wow. Uh, she was clearly the best player on the ground. But well done to North Adelaide to win the second sample W Premiership. There's only been five of them, so they own two of them. Wow. And so... uh, well deserved to the Roosters. I think I could see from the photo Caitlin Pope in there as well, former cricketer yep. and West Coast Eagles player as well, um, roaming around back in the sample leagues. That's good. Yes, uh, she's she had a pretty good game too. She's, again, one of those skilled players, um, just uses her speed. Yeah, she's not very very big, but she's got elite speed and very good skills. And, uh, yeah, and the uh, bowls a nice out swinger. <laughs> she does bowl a, bowl a nice outie. Um, the flaming red hair was what I noticed. I was like, oh, the red on red, lovely. Um, now, the cricket, yeah. if we turn our attention to the cricket, because Cricket Australia have announced all of the international fixtures how has Adelaide done out of the new fixture release? Well, one, well, it, look, the main thing about it is we don't lose the day-night test match. So everyone in Adelaide will be we happy do. that December 8, uh, the day-night test starting on December 8 at the Adelaide Oval against uh, Adelaide Australia will play the West Indies. Mm-hmm. Good news for our Perth listeners is that uh, they'll kick off the test summer with some international cricket back at Optus Stadium, the first test against the West Indies on November 30. So that's great news for the Perth fans. Absolutely. I think the the way they put things through, I think um, WA were releasing, look, we've got international com- cricket coming back and you know, I've just fi- both all fingers, all toes crossed because Perth just keeps losing out on those things at the moment. But, um, yeah, you, are you looking forward oh. to the summer of international cricket coming? It's When the fixtures start to get announced, you start to think, oh, hang on. Cricket brain. Hang on. Where's that? I've got to get yeah, that Yeah, you know, exactly right. Well, you know that I'm very excited, just as you will be. Um, we do a bit of stuff for Cricket Australia. So I, I'm looking forward to that. And I might have to ring them soon and let them know I'm still around. Um, <laughs> August August 28, it kicks off, though. So before the AFL season finishes, we're going to have some 
one-day cricket, uh, Zimbabwe coming to play some games in Townsville. There'll be three games against Australia and Townsville. And then New Zealand are here on September 6th for three games in Cairns. Crazy. And then England are here for some one-dayers at the Gabba and at Manuka Oval in Canberra. That's from October 9. And, of course, we've got the T20 World Cup here from October to sort of second week of October to second week of November with the final at the MCG on November 13. So a massive summer of cricket coming up. Can't wait. It is going to be amazing starting, yeah, end of August. That's, yeah, it's earlier than you'd expect. But do you know what? I'm not unhappy about that because I love footy finals time, except I get FOMO in the sense there's not as many games, even though they're way more exciting games because there's so much on the line. I also find myself going, oh, oh, that was one game. Oh, we're done. Oh, okay. Whereas now yeah. I'm going to have cricket as well. So I'm spoiled A lot of midweek in there, uh, Australia versus Zimbabwe. Yeah. The old Wednesday. <laughs> Up in Townsville. <laughs> It'll be nice weather. Up in Townsville that time of year in oh. Cairns. And, uh, no, well done by uh, Cricket Australia for uh, getting some one-day cricket at the start of the season to kick it all off and get people excited as well. Absolutely. So yeah, really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Uh, Bonds, before I let you go, being the start of the week, what was your moment of the weekend? Oh, look, I had lots of, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you before I go, we, I commentated out at Elizabeth, the uh, convenience Oval, and they had this downpour just before we started. So we're actually on air and we're talking to the central CEO, uh, Greg Edwards, and he was in his office. Uh, he didn't actually come up and talk to us in the stand. He was sitting in his office because the rain was that heavy it was an absolute torrential downpour. It was dripping through the stand onto the onto my back, so I had to move <laughs> over a little bit. The rain was that bad. There was actual like lakes on the oval of water. Um, the poor old assistant coach, the poor old coaching panel for Glenelg, just in their you know slacks and their shoes, and absolutely drenched out on the out on the ground helping with the warm ups. And uh, funny enough, about two minutes into the game, the rain stopped. It didn't rain again, but there was <laughs> massive puddles all across all across the uh, oval. Um, so that was a bit of a highlight. It was just yeah, it was like a like having a month's rain in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. Yeah, incredible so, uh, storms. Incredible storms. All right, Bonds. yes, yes. So that was a bit of a highlight for me. Absolutely. I, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, well, Bonds, I'll leave it there with you for this week. And next week will be to be confirmed because uh, the England New Zealand Test matches are on. I think it's day five next Monday. So look at first test in England. There's we'll every chance it'll be done and dusted by then, and we'll be chatting. <laughs> we'll, we'll be on. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. We'll put it out yeah. there. Oh, one, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing before I go. Uh, yeah. My my Monday special. Uh, the Celtics got up over the heat today, so I was very happy about that. Go Celtics! <laughs> well done, you. Well done, you. Thanks for your time, and we'll chat next week. Thanks, well. See ya. Paul Bonser from SENSA joining us as he does do to start the week every week. Let's stay talking here on the overnight crowd. You know the numbers one three hundred seven three six seven three six and the text line. 0433-98-1116. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.